0: And by Jeremiah says, my goal is to establish cotton industry in the northern part of Ghana. MFA, what is your 2020 goal? Between me and God. <laughs> and that's it for the midday news here on Joy 99.7 FM. There's more news, of course, when you log on to myjoyonline.com. I am MFA Apao. Thanks so much for your company. So everyone says I'm a Kosia filler, but it's not like I'm nosy. I go out to find out the latest filler. That I get 50 megabytes of data free after paying for only the first minutes of every call. And so I just keep discovering stuff minute after minute. That's how come I was minding my business, scrolling through my timeline, and I found that Coco has a new baby. Hmm. Oh, and lastly, I learned Ken won the lottery. You see, Ken is my brother's friend. So hello. Look who's about to roll with the rich and famous. <laughs> Enjoy even more value with empty and free after one. You only pay for the first minute of your call on and free after one. And the rest is free. Plus, you enjoy free 50 megabytes worth of data. To browse your favorite sites. where? So dial start 315 hours to sign up. We day for you everywhere you go. Terms and conditions apply. And I run the shop just down the road from your house. You know? The one you always come to when you need things like milk, sugar, Gary, and other things. I'm also your Cow Bank agent with whom you can do all your banking transactions. So the next time you visit my shop to get anything, just remember that you can now open your Cow Bank Snap account right here. Make cash deposits and withdrawals, transfer funds and also pay your bills easily. All you need to open an account is any valid national ID and your fingerprint. Just look out for your cow bank agents in your neighborhood. or Look out for any registered Cal Bank agent sign and enjoy easy banking with Cowbank Agent's Banking. Contact us toll free on 0800 500 500 or visit www.cowbank.net for more information. Cowbank Agent's Banking, your neighborhood bank. Cowbank for together. Joy. To many around the globe, transforming lives into legacies. Live in Word with Pastor Mansa Oteville. <laughs> and now, today's Word. My message today is titled Pursuing Your New Year Dreams. Pursuing Your New Year Dreams. Traditionally in Ghana, when we get to the end of the year, we wish ourselves goodness in the coming year. And some of the wishes range from the profound to the absurd. And people will wish all kinds of things on themselves and on each other. If we are not careful, those wishes only become wishes, they never become realities. But I trust that God is not just interested in hearing your wishes, but he also wants to make your dreams come true. Some actually have very concrete dreams and concrete plans that they have set for themselves. Whatever your dreams are, whatever your plans are, I don't know them. You know them, but I trust that God will help you to bring them into reality. There are a few things I'm going to share with you that will help you to place your priorities right for the new year. Proverbs chapter 16 verse 9 and we read, A man's heart plans his way, but the Lord directs his steps. Two things are mentioned here of note. One is what a man does And number two is what God does. A man's heart plans his ways. But the Lord directs his steps. Planning is important. But planning without direction is futile. Because direction has to do with the specific steps... And the order of priorities in which you engage with your plans. As for plans, everybody can plan. But the plans are one thing. The steps are another thing. There are seven priority areas I want to share with you today. And seven things I believe that if you do, will make the Lord direct your steps to honor your plans. Number one, in order to pursue your dreams in the new year, you have to honor God. Honor God. Mark chapter 12, verses 29 and verse 30, Jesus gives us an insight into the most important things of our lives. Mark chapter 12 verses 29 and verse 30. It says Jesus answered him the first of all the commandments is Hear O Israel the Lord our God, the Lord is one and you shall love the Lord with all your heart with all your soul With all your mind. With all your strength. This is the first commandment. Everybody say this is the first commandment. Say it again. This is the first commandment. It is not the second. It is not the third. It is not the fifth. It is the first. Proverbs chapter 3 verses 9 and 10. Tells us. One of the ways in which we must honor God. Proverbs chapter 3 verses 9 and 10. Honor the Lord with your possessions and with the first fruits of all your increase. So your barns will be filled with plenty and your vats will overflow with new wine. One of the most crucial ways to show whether you honor God or not is what you give to Him. Most of us sent gifts or received gifts. Is that not so? The Bible also says, if you honor God, the way in which you demonstrate your honor is by the gift you give to God. So it says, honor God with your possessions. Not with your words and lips alone, but also with your possessions. If you want God to be number one in your life, it will be seen by how much you give towards the things of God. You remember the rich man who came to see Jesus looking for the way to eternal life, and Jesus says, go and obey the commandments. He says, I've obeyed the commandments from my infancy. Then Jesus says, go sell all that you have, give it to the poor, and come and follow me. He couldn't do it. Because people are ready to say, I have obeyed God, I have honored God, I serve God. He's number one. But when it comes to their pocket, God is nowhere to be found. You cannot love God and be afraid to give to things that God has an interest in. So if you want to honor God, honor him well and honor him with something that is precious. I've told the story here uh, before about um, a family which uh, had received the ministry of a pastor for so long. The pastor had been kind to them. One day they invited the pastor for dinner. And they wanted to honor him, so they, they killed a the chicken. But the chicken they killed was 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 a sick one, uh, which had only one eye. And so they, they went to their poultry at the backyard and picked the uh, the one they didn't like, the one eye. And they said, well, you don't eat the eyes of the chicken anyway, so if it's one eye. But he knows that although they don't eat the eye of the chicken, he selected that one because that was the most undesirable one. So they, they made the nice stew with their one-eyed chicken. And they they were supposed to say an opening prayer. And as they bowed down their heads to to say the opening prayer, uh, God just spoke to the preacher to tell the people that the chicken they offered to This is a true story. The chicken they offered is one-eyed. So the preacher opened his eyes and said, the Lord says, I should tell you, why do you give ...to his servant a one-eyed chicken. (laughs) If you're giving a chicken to... ...our president... ...will it be one-eyed? It won't be. You go and get the best chicken. Two eyes. Maybe even three eyes. Four eyes. As many eyes as possible. Before you present the chicken to the president... ...you will bath the chicken. And shampoo... The feathers and add destri blue to blue and bleach the skin, the feathers of the chicken presented to the president. What are you doing? You are showing honor. And you know that he won't eat the feathers. Everything, every labor you apply to that chicken is to tell the person, I value you and I honor you. In the same way, when we give to God, it's not even just what you give, but the way in which you give it. The way in which you give it. You give it with cheerfulness. That's what the Bible says, God loves a cheerful giver. Number two, If you want to pursue your dreams, second thing you have to do is you must stay focused. Stay focused. There are many, 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 many things to be done in life. Many, 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 many. But not all of them are important. You have to know the difference between what is needed, what is necessary, what is essential... What is important and what is not. Because you don't have 30 hours in a day. Neither do you have 25 hours in a day. You only have 24. And you sleep 8 hours of those 24. So you have very short time for yourself. In that short time, you must do things that bring value to you and to others. And so you can't just do anything. Let's read a passage in Luke's gospel, chapter 10, verses 40 and to 42. I want you to listen to this carefully. You know, the story of Mary and Martha, two sisters. They both love Jesus. Jesus goes to visit them and, 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 and they, they, they are serving Jesus. And look at the two ways and what Jesus Christ commented on. But Martha was distracted with much serving. I want you to note the word distracted. Distracted with much serving, and she approached him, Jesus, and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Therefore, tell her to help me. And Jesus answered and said to her, Mother, Mother, you are worried and troubled about many things, but one thing is needed. And Mary has chosen that good path which will not be taken away from her. Mother, mother, you are worried about many things. Your friends, brothers, uncles, funeral, you are worried about many things. The school party you must attend, All boys association, you are worried about And if you are worried about many things, you will not focus on anything. If you are going to pursue your dreams for the new year, you have to know the things which are needed and the things which are essential. And separate them from the things which demand your attention. And the people who are busy get offended by the people who are focused. The problem was with Martha was not that serving was wrong, but she was busy. And at that time, really, Jesus was trying to say, Martha, listen, I, I, I appreciate all the food you are cooking, but I didn't come here to eat. I came here because I want to say some things you must listen to. So your busyness is actually not useful to the purpose for which I am here. You want to be busy, I want you to sit down. And listen. And he says, that's what Mary is done. I didn't travel all the way from where I was to come here because I'm hungry. I'm not a hungry prophet. I need to teach somebody. I need to mentor somebody. And you never have time for me to sit, to listen to what I have to say. So he says, mother, mother, you are worried about too many things. Look at your neighbor, tap them on the shoulder and say, don't be worried about too many things. (laughs) Stay focused. focused. If you stay focused, you will annoy some people. But what do you want in life? Do you want to achieve specific things or just be a man pleaser who pleases everybody? Stay focused. At least have one objective for the year. Don't say, well, next year I'll buy an aeroplane, and I'll buy a helicopter, and I'll buy a Mercedes-Benz, and next year I'll buy 10 lines, and next year I'll do this. And you and I know that even if you had all the favor in the world, those things may be impossible for you to do. So focus on one thing so that at the end of the year, you can come back and say, this one thing I focused on, and God has given it to me. Every other thing is a bonus, but this is the one thing I set out to achieve, and it has been done, and in addition I've gotten other things stay focused even 2070 will come and we will all be here (laughs) well, so those of you who want to go before then, God bless you, but we will all be here So focus. Tell your neighbor, focus. Number three, if you want to make your dreams come true in the new year and pursue your new year dreams, build useful relationships. Build useful relationships. Please note the qualifying word is useful, not relationship. As a relationship. Everybody can build it. Even when you don't like it, people want to build it with you. <laughs> so build useful relationships. Proverbs chapter 12, verse 26 says, The righteous should choose his friends carefully. For the way of the wicked leads them astray. The righteous should choose his friends carefully. That's what the Bible says. Choose your friends carefully. Are you righteous? Okay. Then, Proverbs 27, verse 17. It says, As iron sharpens iron, so a man sharpens the countenance of his friend. Choose your friends carefully. Choose people who sharpen you. Don't choose people who make you blunt, choose people who make you sharper more effective, more focused. People who help you and make your life better. Those are the friends you choose. They are what I call value-added friends. And there are also friends which bring diminishing returns. If he is your friend, by the time he visits you and goes back, your life has reduced in content and in value. (laughs) <laughs> you, you, you meet with them and you talk and you sense virtue has gone out of you because everything you talk about drains you because the conversation has no wisdom content